Hello, guys, and welcome back to Nakoa Radio. This is part two of my podcast with uh, Mr. Leon. Welcome back. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> Thank you for coming back. It um, feels good to be on part two. Really? Yeah. It does. Yeah. On this stormy day. Yeah. That was the quickest storm I've ever seen in my life, literally. Yeah, it came and went in like 30 minutes. I almost thought we were in Florida for a second. We are in Florida. It's so humid. I just cannot even handle this weather at all. And it's not even technically summer yet. It's still May, May no. 22nd. No, summer's not for another month. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Exactly, actually. That's wild. That's wild. And it's, it's. Uh, I just cannot deal with this heat. But, you know, here we are. No pool or anything, but the pool opens next month. So yes. we're good. We're good. So uh, catch me up on uh, what's been going on with you. I have been staying very low key and lurking. Have you been lurking? So <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not lurking, but I've definitely been very low key. Um, right now, I got some stuff going on. Been staying a bit quiet about everything going on. Of course, you know what that stuff is, but I do. Um, I, do. I cannot tell the public about it. It's not anything illegal, but right now I've just I've. I'm focusing on a lot of things, and it's taking up a lot of my time, but at the same time, it's been keeping keeping me very productive over the course of the last couple weeks and months. He's actually living his life as an, a Breaking Bad episode, so he's actually making, what is it, meth? What do they make on the show? <laughs> I don't know. He I, says it's not illegal, but it's actually illegal. Yeah, I'm like a private investigator. Like, I'm on a long case right now. He's on a long case. He's yeah. on a social media hiatus right now and uh on a hiatus from people so you know as always as always because that's the extrovert introvert way of life the virgo way the Vir- yeah, the if, virgo. if we revisit zodiac signs again yes the virgo way of life every virgo is the same yeah we really we are. said that but yeah but um so one of the topics i wanted to talk to you about today had to do with can guys and girls be friends or best friends and I'm just curious you know on your take on it considering we are best friends and just kind of want to get more of the scoop from a a male perspective and then I can always share mine as well so I see both sides on the spectrum here from a guy's perspective I can understand why some guys don't like it when a girl has a lot of male friends because in a guy's mind some of those guys want to get with said girl but at the same time, I also feel that, and even girls don't like it when their guy has female friends as right. well. Right, like, that's very yeah. common, very common. So, and I view it from the perspective of, and I, I mean, I can see their perspective in the sense that if you're best friends with this person, why don't you just date this person? Like, the only difference is that you're not getting intimate with this person. Right. So, from that perspective, I can understand why this is a touchy subject, but at the same time, you can have friends that are the opposite sex and there not be any sort of desire to be with that person. Right. So it can work in that way. However, I do have to recognize that in some situations that's not always the case. So that concern about that people have is definitely valid. However, it's also valid that people can be friends, male and female, and not have any feelings or desires to be with one another. Yeah, and to me, I definitely think it depends on the person. It depends on the guy and the girl because I know plenty of women who just get along better with men because guys are pretty much just, they're not drama. Well, 
some guys are, but for the most part, they're not drama. They're a little bit like more straight with the way they communicate, um, whereas some women kind of beat around the bush and create drama or there's cattiness and all that jazz. So I can understand why some in that regard or some men prefer to have more women friends because let's say, for example, you were raised with mostly women, you feel more comfortable around women, and it doesn't necessarily mean there have to be any romantic feelings attached to those friendships. It could just be that you gain better perspective from women as a male or you gain better perspective as a what? Now, I'm going to have to disagree with that wait, one. Wait, wait, About a, a guy feeling more comfortable having women friends, that not, there's definitely something wrong there. This is no, wait, no, this no is look, 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 there's no judgment, but I feel like you're at this point, you're kind of projecting the female perspective as to how women feel about having female friends and then choose guy friends because having guy friends is a lot more comfortable for them. Guys don't really deal with that. If you can't interact with other men, then there's definitely something, well, there's definitely something wrong there. I can understand when women are, can't have female friends because I understand girls can be catty with each other. I understand that. But maybe not necessarily that they can't. I'm not saying the exact same scenario. Just that maybe you gain different perspective from women than you do men. For example, like the emotional aspect of things. Like if you're trying to gain empathy, for example, men are not going to be as good with that as women are. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I also think that sometimes women don't understand that guys can actually be very empathetic with each other. I can actually I can actually communicate deep stuff with some of my male friends. It's easy for me to do it because they're understanding. Like I understand that there's this stigma about men showing emotions, but it's almost like we we understand that this stigma exists, but we're we're still there for each other when we need you know to speak on certain things. I'm not gonna give out this specific friend, but well, yeah. he, he was going through a situation with a girl and and. The fact that I was there to understand what he was going through and, and talk to him about it made him feel very appreciative that I was actually there to understand what he was going through. Now, you, though, are more generally of an empathetic individual, I would say. I would say it depends on the guy because I know plenty of guys who literally cannot relate, like, at all. They cannot empathize. They don't know how to empathize with other men. They don't know how to empathize with other women. They don't know how to empathize with themselves. So I feel like it would really depend on the person and the level of self-awareness that that individual has so I think like you said one of your friends and you have a few friends like that but I do also know that generally you are very picky with who you surround yourself with so maybe put yourself in a different like scenario and maybe pick a guy who wouldn't be as empathetic how would do you think that the the um the idea behind guys being empathetic with each other would that apply to that situation from their perspective no I really do think it it does because, like I said earlier, guys, there is that stigma about showing emotions, but that doesn't mean we don't understand the struggles that we go through as men, Inter- internal struggles. So if I understand an internal struggle regarding a specific topic, I know how to, I kind of know how to speak to somebody who's going through certain things as a man because sure. there's certain expectations that society has on men. Okay. So I first have to understand that. Yeah. And so already having that framework or sorry, already having that framework and understanding of that helps me helps me be more empathetic. That's fair. Yeah. But I, so you said, you know, you can't like flip it in terms of like, okay, if men want to be more or friends with more women, that's not the same as women wanting to be friends more with men. I would say it depends, well, sorry, I'll let you. So, th- this is the thing. 
guys have sort of a brotherhood amongst each other. That's the reason why. That's fair. That's the difference. I I feel even if some women do have some type of like sisterhood type of thing, it's just not the same as the way guys do. You're saying we're very surface level. That's I mean, I'm not. That's I, what he's saying. It's, but it's okay. It's fine. I, I guess fine. If, if I guess reading in between the lines, if that's how it comes off, then then yeah. Because if you're saying that you you don't like hanging out with girls because it it's not as comfortable, then that's kind of getting to that. Well, to from, that point. So, what are the reasons why it's, it makes you uncomfortable to hang out with certain girls? Is it something that's deep, or is it something that's more surface level? I would say the reasons behind why some of the women I've had problems with being friends with is more surface level things. I'm a very generally empathetic individual. I'm pretty giving when it comes to friendships. I'm willing to do whatever. You know this about me. And I think that I have my issue is a lot of women tend to either abuse that and use that to their own advantage. Um, I don't, I mean, you also have seen like from a different perspective, an outsider's perspective, how some of my friendships with women, the way they've gone. So maybe you can give me insight on reasons why I don't get along as well with women. I wouldn't say it's a me thing because I want to. Yeah. I've seen it play out with other girls too. Yeah. Said the same thing. Yeah. So So what, from a male perspective, because you're, you're outside of, you know, what I'm seeing, what do you think is the reason why a lot of women don't get along? Just maybe a couple different reasons. I think from the outside looking in, I definitely see how women are jealous of each other. Yep. And how that manifests. And it's almost like looking at it from the outside perspective, you can almost see how fake and superficial their relationships, their friendships are. Yeah. One of my friends, he said... um, you never know how fake some girls are with each other until you're in a room with two girls that clearly hate each other and you see how they have to interact. Have and it to, was Kieran. yeah, yeah, and how they have to interact. Yeah, yeah. Like you would never tell that they dislike each other off that interaction, but like deep down, like you know, like these two girls like hate each other. Oh, I can tell. Like it, it's a very uncomfortable energy. Like having two women I know who just despise each other, and you can just tell it's so fake. Like. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I can read it really well, but and see, that's the difference with guys. We can be cordial, but I'm not gonna act fake around. No, some, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the you're difference. Not wrong. You're not wrong. I mean, but I guess it depends again on the person. Like for me, I'll be cordial with people, but I'm not gonna act like I like you and you're my best friend if you clearly don't like like me, or if I know like there's reasons why I don't you know agree with you. I'm not gonna act fake and be like, oh my gosh, let's hang out. Oh my gosh, let's be best friends and let's go on shopping dates and have sleepovers. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna be like, hey, how are you? Keep it moving. Like that's just how it is. Because for whatever reason, if I don't, you know, I don't know. I just don't. I think it's a waste of energy to be fake. Just personally. So from that perspective, the just. Observing the lack of genuineness between women in that way is mm-hmm. a reason why I understand why some women don't want to be friends with other women and then prefer to be friend with, friends with guys. Sure. No, absolutely. 100%. And it's it's funny because a lot of the st- stigma, I guess would be the word, um, of women who generally have more guy friends, it's like, oh, they do it for the attention or they do it for whatever reason. And it can that can be the case. I'm not saying it's not. But you have to look at the individual, like the woman, from like a the entire picture versus just like one, I guess one perspective because it's like okay, first off, like what do they do for like for fun or for work or whatever? Like are they surrounded surrounded by a bunch of dudes? The second question would be like 
okay, why did do they get along better with dudes? Like, and kind of look at all those different perspectives. Like, you listed, like, are other women jealous of them? Like, or is it just, like, they don't match very well with other women because of, like, their interests or whatever reasons, um, that being. Um, but, I mean, I agree with you on that. But, I mean, I do know some guys who just, I wouldn't say necessarily that they, like, it's, it's that they only have women friends. Like, okay, would it be a, a red flag if they only had women friends? Sure. Yes. But yeah, of course, yes. But I mean, if you think about it, for women too, if they only have male friends, like they don't have any female friends, that's I, a red flag. I agree. I agree for both. I, I don't know. I feel like it just depends on the person. Like for me, I view people as just what they are. Like I don't know. I do see their genders, but at the same time, like I also see personalities. I see interests. I see you know, how intelligent they are and all that stuff and that kind of compounds to make who they are. Because I have met plenty of very amazing women in my life. I still have my life. And I've also met some really amazing men as well. But I would say it doesn't have to, for me, it doesn't matter about the gender per se. It just depends on the person, the human, you know, as who they are. Right. So from that perspective, it's just, there's a higher concentration of people who I guess are valuable to you that just so happen to be guys. Yeah, but also, I mean, for me, from my, that perspective, I generally the sport I'm in, right. powerlifting, is mostly dudes. If you right, really look right. at it, I don't even know what percentage. I would say probably what seventy percent. Yeah, seventy percent dudes. Who knows that? That's actually changing now. It might it be, is changing. Yeah, it More might women. be like sixty forty. Yeah, you know? no, and I I absolutely love seeing all the women that are like getting into the sport or even getting into like the fitness industry. It's it's awesome to see more women not being afraid of lifting and being, you know, afraid of the weights and everything like that. So on that topic of women being jealous of other women, and maybe jealousy isn't even the correct word, but if you yeah, maybe? Yeah, yeah, maybe insecure. When you're seeing, okay, let's take powerlifting for an example. It's a mostly male-dominated sport. However, the percentage of women doing it is increasing. Mm-hmm. So naturally, you're just going to have... Um, women in that sport that tend to be around a lot of guys. Sure. So maybe a woman looking at it from an outside perspective doesn't understand that those friendships are based off of a shared interest. Right. And there's that cognitive dissonance where they can't really put two and two together. Yeah. And maybe someone might think, oh, well, she's just trying to get attention from the guys in this area. But really all it is is that she's just surrounded in a very male-dominated environment. Yeah, I agree with that. And I would say for me personally, I I mean, I was raised with two brothers, basically, David and Jamie. So I'm kind of, and I would say like growing up, I was never the girly girl. I was never like, let's go shopping. Let's go get our nails done. I've become more of that as I've gotten older, but I've always been more of the tomboy. Like, let's go, let's go skateboarding. Let's, let's go in the mud. And then, I mean, with sprinkles of girly, because I, I did dance and everything like that. But again, generally more of a tomboy. So I would say also, for me, I can't relate with some of the things that women, I guess, growing up did. For example, like some of the drama or like, oh, like this person is doing that or like all of that stuff that just was never really my thing. Also, I was homeschooled. So uh, the only drama that was happening was between me and my brother. So you brought up the fact that you were homeschooled, which is actually a very, 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 very important aspect about that because you weren't surrounded by an influence of girls who were all trying to be a certain way. 
Yeah. And because you didn't have that influence around you, that probably put you in a perspective where you could think for yourself and you weren't thinking in a way that everybody else was trying to think. All the girls around you were trying to think. Right. So right. it makes sense why you would have all these different hobbies that would make you, a, I guess, a quote-unquote tomboy. Or as now they call it, a bra girl. <laughs> yeah, a bra girl. <laughs> because you weren't trying to fit in with all the girls. No. That was ne- that's never been, like, a top-tier interest of mine. I don't know why. I, and it's not because, like, other girls, like, I didn't care. Oh, I, like, screw the other girls. But it was just more like I just didn't care to do things to fit in. It was more like I'm kind of marching to the beat of my own drum. And I would say a lot of the female friendships that I have, I click better with girls like that. Like, for example, my friend Chloe. You haven't met Chloe. Chloe and I are like broad girls. We always joke about that because generally we aren't trying to fit in with the other girls. We're kind of doing our own thing. We both like a little bit more tomboyish interest things. But, you know, we have sprinkles of girly. Like we like going shopping. We like doing some of the other girly things like getting our nails done. But I would say I my top tier or our top tier priority is not necessarily fitting in with other women per se. Whereas a lot of women, I feel like that's like what they sh- they're striving for in life is to fit in or be better than other women. And that to me is not a priority for me. It's never been. So what makes you feel, or I guess I shouldn't say what makes you feel, what helps you put up with the fact that you're essentially like ostracizing yourself from a larger group of women and not fitting in with them because that's definitely playing a factor in why you you don't have as many female friends as say all these other girls that are trying to fit in and, and then have these friends so essentially all their friends are superficial or a large yeah. or a large majority of their friends are superficial yeah where they can't handle being ostracized from other women so that's the reason why they do all these things to be accepted right yeah so you're asking me what what i do to yeah. put up with it i sleep eight hours at night every night that helps me that helps me no no no. i'm kidding um i don't know it 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 doesn't it genuinely does not phase me it's not something that like eats at me every day like sure like would it be cool to have like a close group of like you know five or ten girlfriends i think that would be fun but like truthfully like how genuine is that group of people going to be because i've been in friend groups like that growing up when i was a kid through high school instead of even college, but I realized how superficial those friendships were to me that it didn't add any value to me. I would add value to them and I recognize that not from like a cocky, like arrogant perspective, but I would give, 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 and I would end up being just so drained from those friendships because I put up with it just to not necessarily fit in, but just to be kind and, you know, be accepted by my friends because I thought they were my friends. But in reality, it was very much a one-sided thing. So, I mean, for me, I would say what helps me is just knowing that I'm not drained every day. Because I'm, while I'm extroverted, I would say I'm an extroverted introvert. So I need that time to reset. And I realized and recognized how much energy it was taking for me being in those some of those friendships. It was very draining because I wasn't getting back what I was giving. Not even a 50-50, I would say. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So basically, in your case, and in the case of girls that have majority male friends, the the real struggle is finding that group of girls who are most similar to you. Yeah, I would say that. I would generally say that that's probably the biggest right, struggle is just right. finding other other girls or other women who on, like understand that it's like it's not a competition. It's not a competition, and it's never been a competition to 
be better than the other person or whatever else um, or to fit in you know they accept me for who I am like um, I've had a friend since it's been let's see it's been 12 years her name's Casey she lives in Texas and she has the same problem as me um, I've known her since my our freshman year of college same problem a lot of women don't mesh with her she's very blunt and to the point and a lot of women don't like that they want to hear what they want to hear and I'm the same way like I I'm pretty I'm not perfect and there's ways I can improve on my communication that's something I'm working on but I well I'm not mean while I communicate I'm also very straightforward and to the point because I'm saying usually what I'm saying because I care about the person and I think that's why one of the reasons why I get along generally with other men pretty well is because other guys literally are pretty much just straight to the point we're y'all aren't necessarily concerned as much about like oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings like you're considerate of their feelings but you're not necessarily sheer quoting it like to the point where it's like okay we're not getting the point across you know what I mean so I think with guys the reason why we're not so afraid of hurting each other's feelings is because you know you need that tough love of course absolutely that's the that's the difference whenever my friends are doing something dumb I make sure to let them know what they're doing is dumb and I never oh, trust me. I know. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You t- you t- told me a couple times, but I've I've been. I would feel stuff. like I'm a terrible friend if I let my friends do stupid stuff. When right. I, when I have a say in, I shouldn't say a say. When I can kind of help them see the error in their ways. Of course, you're an outside perspective, and that's simply what you're offering is just perspective, and it's love. Because to me, if you're gonna let your guy friend go off and like let some girl take advantage of him and not say anything and be like, yeah, 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 I'm so glad you're happy. Like, like you said, you're gonna feel like a horrible friend because you know otherwise and he's asking you for advice or, you know, your opinion on something. And it may not be what he wants to hear, but it's what he needs to hear. It's what he needs to hear, but I feel that sometimes whenever people ask for advice, especially where relationships are concerned, they want somebody to confirm what they're already thinking. They never ask because they want genuine advice. They don't want validation. Right. They want validation, they want, they want val- yeah. validation yeah. For, for any sort of decision or any opinion that they have in their head. Yep. That's what they want. And I've 100%. learned that. I at least make a point to at least tell them what I think. Yeah. No, I shouldn't say what I think. What is the, <laughs> the right course the of action? Yeah, the truth. <laughs> and then I leave it at that. Like I said my piece, if stuff goes south... You can't say that I didn't tell you about it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And um, I don't know. I just I think a lot of people just seek out those surface level friendships because it's and they, they okay, they ask for a ride or die. Right. Kind of friendship. And to them a ride or die friendship is someone who's always going to support them. And when people think of support, they think of, oh, they're always going to like hype me up or tell me I'm doing you know, a good thing or I'm doing the right thing in reality. That's not always what yep. a good friendship is. Yep. A good friendship is saying, hey, you're screwing up. Get your head out of your butt. I'm not going to say the other word. Sorry, mom. Um, <laughs> get your head out of your butt. And like, this is what you need to be doing if you're actually trying to go this direction yep. versus, hey, no, you're doing a great job. Keep doing what you're doing, you know. That's not a ride or die. That's, that's, I don't even know what to call that. That's just basically yeah. being a yes man. And yeah. I, I just, I just launched yeah. a podcast yeah. about this. <laughs> uh, being a yes man or yes woman. It's like the yes man and yes woman can be problematic for that very reason. Because you're not actually offering and be offering good advice and being a good friend. You're just basically giving them positive reinforcement, yeah. whether or not it's actually for a good reason. 
and this makes me think a lot about past friendships that I've had with people. And usually whenever I have somebody that constantly asks for advice and then they backpedal and they don't take that advice and it's to their own detriment, I've just learned to distance myself from that person because they definitely have some growing up to do. Yeah. In the sense that they don't want to listen to their friends who have the interests of their own betterment. I don't want to see negative things happen to my friends. Of course not. Yeah. But to them, because like we're saying, if you're not validating certain things that they want to do, then you're viewed negatively. Yeah. You're like the anti- yeah. you're the antagonist in that situation and that shouldn't be the case. Oh, yeah. I'll even use this as an example. It's, it was an old friend of mine. Um, won't say names. But I had a friend who was notorious for, like, I would consider serial dating. Like, constantly going on dates, constantly dating people, constantly falling for them. And I was getting sick of seeing her get her heart broken over and over every time. And... Some of the decisions she made were not the smartest, like, if I'm being honest. But, I, you know, I cared about her. And thankfully, she ended up getting married. And the last guy she was with was is her husband now. But um, And they're happy. And I'm absolutely happy to hear that. But um, when she was dating him, because I had seen, again, this is in one summer, I had seen her date multiple guys and be heartbroken, come to my house, upset, you know, and I'm having to comfort her. And the only thing I said to her was, I'm really, really happy that you are doing so great and that you guys, you know, are clicking. Just make sure to take it slow. I'm looking forward to meeting him. That's what I said. And she took that as, you have never been a supportive friend to me ever. And you, you know, you always look at the negative side of things and you just can't stand to see me happy. And I'm like, I don't know how you got that from me basically saying, take it slow, but I'm looking forward to meeting him. And I'm happy that you're happy. She wanted basically me to say, I'm so happy that you're happy. I can't wait to meet him. You're doing the right thing. He's the one. Because that's literally what she came to me and she's like, he's the one. And clearly, okay, I was I was wrong in that regard. All I, I didn't actually say he wasn't the one. All I said was, take it slow. Now, is he actually the one or is he the guy that she wanted to be the one? Those are two different things. I don't know because I – so she actually after that – situation happened we had a falling out I offered to get coffee with her and she never got it um so I don't know I I assume you know I hope their marriage is going well I really do um I hate serial daters oh trust me I especially especially when I think about some of my guy friends that do this it just comes from it comes from a place of insecurity and it comes from a place of wanting a woman to feel or a guy yeah to fill a void in your life yeah yeah. I just don't, I don't get it sometimes. It's, yes, it's a very deep rooted issue of needing someone, feeling like you need to be with someone and like that not being able to be alone or not work on yourself. And oh man, that is just like one of the biggest problems in the dating scene right now, I would say is so many people are constantly in need of just, I need to be with someone because I can't be alone versus let me heal and work on the things that I need to work on and heal within myself so I can be whole for the next person that is meant for me. And so I can be my best self and be able to be, you know, self-sufficient, not necessarily relying on someone else. But too many people just, like, 
right after a relationship, go back on Tinder, go back into dating, just are constantly in that need of having someone. Because in their mind, they're not responsible at all for the end of a relationship. It doesn't matter if the other person uh, did you dirty. You still played some part in the end of that relationship. 100%. And you need to figure out what you're going to do different for the next relationship before you jump into another one. Otherwise, you're going to have the same problems. I agree. I agree. That's actually, it's funny. Uh, That's actually something that I've been thinking a lot about is a red flag to me when I'm talking to a guy is if he tells me that it was all on his ex. Right. Like, if he literally puts all of the blame on his ex, he's like, she was crazy, but what? Sure, maybe she was crazy. Sure, maybe, like, she did you dirty or whatever. But, like, what role did you play? Right. And if you can't tell me what role you played in that relationship, whether it was, you know, yeah, she was crazy, but, you know, I also had bound- issues yeah, with boundaries. issues with boundaries, and you lacked the self-esteem to actually leave when you should have left. Right, exactly. That's you, you chose to stay. I'm not... I understand that people want to make things work. Yeah. But there's a point where you have to realize, like, okay, I need to have self-respect for myself and walk away from this situation. Yep. 100%. No. Because there's a, there's a good chance when they get into this next relationship, they're going to they're going to they're going to overlook a lot of red flags that they didn't have the time to sit down and really process like, "Oh, dang, I let this this and this slide because I have this going on inside of me that makes me overlook this just because I want someone in my life." Right. 100%. No, I agree. I agree. And that's uh those are some of the problems I see in in the dating field right now. It's it's slim pickings right now. Let me tell you, like, I'm not even actively dating just because it's just like not, and it's not of my interest at the moment. And I'm, I'm working on healing myself and doing other things like that. But it's just some of the guys that I talk to just based off either they're like hitting on me or whatever. It's just like, I'm like, dude, you need, you need more time to yourself. I don't even like say that, but I just think it and I, I keep it moving. But man, like, I don't know. So in your opinion, when you look at guys today let's think about like the, you don't need to say like specific names or anything but i am curious to know in your opinion like how you feel about guys today about them not measuring up because this, this is a hot button topic i hear people talk about this a lot but i kind of want to hear it from your perspective what you feel um guys are kind of lacking in today's dating world because i have an opinion on what girls <laughs> yeah. i definitely have an opinion on what girls yeah. are okay okay this is a good question um, well, a lot of guys don't know how to date. Right. They don't know how to date. Their idea, this is just kind of very basic, like, surface level, like, and I can go even further in detail, but they don't know how to date. They Their idea of a date is, hey, let me come over and we can watch a movie and eat and then have sex. Like, that's literally their idea of having a date. Um, they don't know how to also, like, they don't take the time to get to know a, a woman on a deeper level versus just surface level, like, hey, what do you do for work? Hey, where did you go to school? Just very basic questions of getting to know someone. And then they jump into dating because they're like, oh, I really like this girl. And they they basically date based off of looks. They don't date. Asking the questions that I think would be relevant in a long-term relationship, meaning understanding someone's triggers, understanding, you know, someone's love language, for example, like a lot of people, and this is something I've struggled with in several of my relationships is I personally, and I will admit to this, I did not know what my partner's love language was, while they also did not know what my love language was. So we ended up loving each other or trying to love each other from our love language level, which resulted in, hey, you're slacking on, you know, A, B, and C, and this is what I need, but not being able to understand that, like, 
you also need to love someone from that other love language that they need. For example, um, you know, someone might need like more time in person, like that's their love language, while yours may be giving gifts and you keep giving them gifts, but they don't want gifts, they want your time. And that results in lack of, well, communication is a whole nother story that I could go into, but um, a whole lack of communication and then, you know, problems and whatnot. Um, but I would say also communication, like a lot of men and women, I'm not going to just put on men, uh, they don't know how to communicate like at all. So instead there's a lot of, you know, lying. There's a lot of going behind the person's back or not being honest, not being able to open up with the other person and being vulnerable with them. So instead they're like, let me hurt them before they can hurt me. It's really, it's, it's crazy to me. It's crazy, but I mean, I, I could go on. I could keep going on about some of the other issues, but what are your what are your thoughts? Okay, so I want to go back to what you said about guys being very focused on uh, a woman's appearance. Yes. That's just a reality that it's going to be standard. That's the first thing guys notice about a girl. So they, really? They, 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 <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No, 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 but in all seriousness, they have to be attracted to that girl. Of course. In order to even have any sort of interest. Sure. In it. But that now creates a different problem because that seems to be the only thing some girls focus on. And they leave other attributes to the side. They don't work on any other attributes about themselves outside of their looks. That's fair. Right? So then they have nothing going for them besides their outward appearance. That's fair. They're very superficial. Communication, go back to communication. They have poor communication skills. They can only talk in like 150 characters or less. <laughs> <laughs> You're not they're, wrong. They're glued to their phones all the time. Men are too. Some they men, are too. Yeah, men. no, no. I, yeah, I would I say it's even, like a, yeah, even yeah. with Even with men. And a lot of the times they feel very super entitled. While bringing nothing to the table for a guy, I actually think. Oh, it's, I would agree with that. I actually think it's very difficult for a guy to find a decent girl now, because if we go back to the earlier conversation we had, um, we talked about how a lot of girls are trying to fit into this like superficial like group of other women, mm-hmm. and then there's now this other like group of women that are like the the tomboy, the bra, what was the, bra the, girls. the bra girls. Yes. But the thing is. The guys would probably relate more with the broad girls. So it makes sense that they would kind of gravitate more towards those types of girls because there's more depth to them. So you're they, saying they, I, they have, take, I have a good chance at meeting men based on my personality? Well, yeah. I, yeah. I think I think that guys, guys, even though they, they like what looks good, they like what looks good for a certain thing. But long term, they want a girl who has more going. Depth. Yeah, more depth. And I think some girls, they don't understand that. They, they, they don't understand the, the, the real difference between that. They they think that if they get a guy primarily based off of, like, their looks, like, that's it. Yeah. Like, that, that's all they have to do. But it's like there's so but much the, more. Yeah, but there's then so they keep more. getting played because yeah. then the guy leaves and they don't understand why. And it's because, well, you don't have anything else going for going for you outside of that. Yeah. Well, and I will say, being a bro girl, you said we have depth. You're not wrong. And a lot of bro girls have a better personality than some of these girls who literally just have looks. Because let me tell you, I'm not the best looking girl out there and I will be the first to admit that. But I will say that I do take pride in my personality because I, I'm i not just my hair, my nails, my makeup and all that stuff. Like I actually can talk about a vast majority of topics. 
I can have in like have in-depth conversations with depth, like you said. And I'm not just focused on some of the superficial things that some of these other women can just talk about. Like I think that I can carry myself pretty well in a conversation. And I'm also open to hearing more about what other people have to say. Whereas I feel like a lot of these other women are very self-absorbed. Like, I'm not saying it's all of them who care about their appearance. There's nothing wrong with that. But I do notice that a lot of them tend to talk more about themselves because of some of the other people they surround themselves with who also talk about themselves a lot. And I know guys, like, guys have feelings too. Guys want to want you to ask them about them too. They don't just want to hear you talk about yourself all, like, all day, every day. Like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 this, yeah, blah, blah, that. And I think a lot of women, that's something, I'm going to pick on women for a second. A lot of women don't take the time to get to know their man. <laughs> Liana's putting the praise Jesus arms up right now. Um, but yeah, no, Yo, I'm you serious. Just, you just blew my mind because every time I think about... Um, Aggressive sorry, as sorry. hell. Yeah. My dog is pulling his uh, bed out of his crate. That's what the sound is. But anyways. No, but every time I think about girls that really like shock me based off of like their personality. And it, it's always the fact that they ask very inquisitive questions about. Like they'll ask me very inquisitive questions. I'm like, wow, you're like different. Like you like you really care. Yeah. It's, and, it's not superficial. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not like I'm, yeah. it, it kind of it catches me off guard because that seems to not be the norm with girls these days no to really to really really want to get to know a guy they only have interest in getting attention from other men too. right and that's that's part of a lot of women's i would say again well men and women i would say a lot of those type of men and women they are more focused on having the attention of someone else and attention you can have someone or attention well let me let me backtrack attention is such a short thing look at tiktok for example the attention span of people on TikTok is, I think at the moment, to get a good video, max five seconds. Five seconds. Can you believe that? Five seconds. Yeah, this, this is why I'm not on social media. Well, yeah. <laughs> but he, yeah, but what I mean is it's like if you are really focused on the attention from other men or other women, it is so short-lived. It's gone in five seconds. <laughs> it's gone in five seconds. That's what I mean. So it's like why are so many people so focused on getting attention when it's like, Get to know the person. That's how you get them hooked. Like it's I'm giving, I'm ego. giving, yeah. yeah it's oh, 100%. Ego it's an ego. Thing. Well, it's an ego thing, and it's also a lack of um, what's the word confidence in a lot of people. They just want the attention. They want the attention. But it's like if you really want a long term relationship and you want something that's long lasting, get someone who cares about you. Right. Like I know that these are like crazy tips that you probably don't wouldn't learn in Cosmo or any of those magazines but like truthfully if you actually genuinely care about someone hey maybe they'll stick around longer than just you know five seconds and maybe you'll end up not getting ghosted you know I don't know no I agree completely I just five seconds though it's crazy Dang. I can make so many jokes about this right now but I'm not going to yeah I know I can make, I can make so many jokes too but it just think about that. You have five seconds to make an impression on, yeah, on somebody. I know it's crazy. These are so, tough, these are tough times we're living in. We right are now. living in tough times. You know, attention spans are five seconds. Gas is almost five dollars. Yes. Cereal is ten dollars almost. It's crazy. Like rent is two thousand dollars. You know, a month. It's it's wild. But yeah, I think. Um, both men and women have a lot to work on. And like we're saying, 
when we go back to the whole, oh, if a guy says, oh, my ex was crazy and the problem, blah, blah, blah. I think men and women have things that they need to work on in order to make this entire dating world better. much more feasible. A much better place. Yes. Okay, Michael Jackson. A much, yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> a, much, a much better place. No, but um, also, I think personally, the fact that we have all these online platforms makes it even worse now because when you're talking about attention span as well, you're also talking about the fact that now people can access so many different types of people at the same time yep. too as well. Yeah, I, I was about to say, everyone, everything is so easily accessible yes. so fast. Like Google, you can look anything up yeah. and find an answer within a second, if not quicker. It just makes stalking or like, I would consider it stalking to an extent or looking someone up and figuring out information. It just makes it so easy to figure out anything about anyone. Just yeah. nowadays. And if you if you're the one that posts it online, it's fair game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and that's why I mean we talked about this in another podcast before how it, important it is to be careful what information you put out there. Like I don't put a lot of my information. A lot of people, it's funny, a lot of people think they're like, "Oh, your your life is on social media and you put everything out there." And I'm like, "You know, you really don't actually know my life." Like a lot of people <laughs> like you, It's like you must think your life is so boring you're just off of social media. Yeah, oh, totally. And it's like a lot of people think I put everything out there and I'm like, y'all don't even know half the stuff that I have in my life going on or what's going on because I don't put it out there for a reason. I don't have a lot of my information out there for a reason because I don't want you people to know. Um, but I mean, of course, I share the information that I find relevant to help people with their fitness journeys or whatever other things that I inspire them to do because um, that's kind of what my page is. It's just motivating yeah. people. But um, yeah, I mean... It's okay. I'm curious about this because this is a conversation I had with my coworkers. What's your opinion on this? Do you think that a girl who has a social media presence, do you find that to be a red flag when you date someone? Like a social like you mean like a lot of followers? Yes. No. Interesting. Okay. I'll have to have I should probably put you and one of my coworkers on a podcast together because you guys are very polar opposite. So they were saying it's a red. Wait, is this person a he or a she? He. It's a guy. Okay, um, I know where he's going with this, but keep going. Yes, I was gonna say he. His view was that it's like they're putting too much information out there. But I, I was trying to explain to him that there's a lot of people like myself who don't put a bunch of information out there. But he was saying that people can find out whatever they want, and I'm I'm not disagreeing on that. But it's also like there's a lot of things I don't put out there. You know what I mean? I know you understand because you know you get it. So. What I think he really wanted to say, it's, it's a red flag because if we go back to being easily accessible, it's, a, it's a fact that now yeah. you're, you're open to more guys DMing you if you have a large following. But honestly, it doesn't make a difference whether or not you have a big or small following. Guys are still going to DM uh, girls. Yeah, no, I think that's where he was going with that. He may have even said that um that's where I think yeah. he was going, but in my opinion, it doesn't matter whether she has 100,000 followers or 100 followers. There's well, still... It has to do more with the girl herself, because I think if you if you as a woman with a social media presence, if you have the self-control to not, you know, let allow any guy to just slide in your DMs and flirt with him, like, that's a you problem. That's not necessarily... Or, like, that's a woman problem if you're concerned about a woman, Versus like, or it, or it's an insecurity problem on your part if you think any guy that's going to like be in their DMs is going to be like, you know, hitting so, them up. 
So this is kind of my opinion on that. I definitely think it's an insecurity problem because if your girl likes you, then your girl likes you. If she's open, if she's open to letting other guys shoot their shot at her, it does not matter if it happens through Instagram. It could happen in person. It could happen through any other medium. It doesn't matter if she has X amount of followers on Instagram. Right. I can understand the argument that Instagram helps facilitate this to happen. Sure. But that seed is already inside of her to, to not be faithful to you right. to begin with. So it doesn't matter if she has a big social media Yeah, or even or a not. small social media following. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, totally. I've seen lots of women with smaller social media followings that are, like, flooded with DMs, but it's also how they put themselves out there right. as well. Like, And from what, I, from what I've, I've seen, the most, like, disloyal and promiscuous women I know, they have private social media profiles with not a lot of followers on them. You're not wrong. They probably also have OnlyFans, too. Right. You know. But... Yeah, so. I, no, I, I 100% agree with you. Because, I mean, I would say that, like, someone with a big social media following, that doesn't really, guy or girl, it doesn't really phase me. Because it's like, if anything, that means, potentially, depending on what their following is about, that they're successful in what they do. So, there is now a, a difference. I need to make sure I remember exactly the point that I was trying to make here. It depends on what she's posting on social media. That well, yeah. is the biggest... The, that's the biggest determinant. If she's posting very suggestive photos of, photos of herself, then yeah, if she has a huge social media following based off of that, then that's a red flag. I agree with that. No, 100%. Same with that. But guys. if these are if these are photos that are harmless and she has a huge social media following, like why even care? Right. Insecurity. Let me tell you. That, yeah, that's when it becomes insecure. Yeah. But if she's posting like half-naked photos and she's got like 50K, like bro, you got to dip. <laughs> do not mess with that chick oh, yeah. at all yeah. in that in in that context yes it's bad yeah i agree i mean it's the same with guys like if you're posting like just like thirst trap pictures and it's very evident that like what you're trying to get across in your social media like i'm not going to be interested in you just because it's like i can very evidently tell you strive for attention so now let's flip the so now let's flip it on uh and get a woman's perspective on the guy's perspective, right? Okay. So, a guy with a huge social media following, what is, like, what is that? Is that? That's not a red flag. I can't see how that would ever be a red flag in a woman's no. eyes. Unless she was insecure. No. Right? For me, I, I will say I would not have a problem with it. But it would depend on the context of what it is. Sure, if you're like a porn star, like I'm going to... Right. <laughs> that's like different. Right. Or like if you're posting, like if you have an OnlyFans and stuff like that, that's totally different to me. But like I know plenty of guys who have bigger social media followings who are doing very successful things with those followings, whether it's business related, whether they're a model, not like, you know, like thirst, thirst type of model, but like, or whatever. And... I, that doesn't bother me at all. I don't think that phases me at all. It doesn't necessarily make me feel like insecure that other women are sliding in because, again, it has to do with the individual. Right. So now, do you think that – I wish we had a way to uh, distinguish between the bra girls. Well, let's call them the plastics. The plastics? Yeah. The girls that aren't the bra girls. I feel like this was said in a movie. I don't know what movie it is. Um, mean Girls. My okay, very yeah, yeah. favorite – yes, okay, my, yeah, one yeah, of yeah. my favorite movies. Yeah, I don't know how I remember that, but anyway – uh, I don't want to know. Why, you know. I think maybe I watched the movie a very long time ago when it came out. Anyway, that's besides the point. The point, I, did, I just need to distinguish between the broad girls and the plastics. Listen. Do you think 
the plastics would have an issue with a guy that has a huge following? Or is that the type of girl that would gravitate to a guy with a huge following? And why? It would be both, I think. I think initially she'd be like, oh, following, what can this guy do for me? Right. Okay, that's the first thing I think this girl would think. But once she starts dating him and realizes how many women are actually probably trying to slide in his DMs, I think she would be insecure about right. it. Truthfully, right. I think that is the case. Because right. if... I feel like it's different because the idea in her brain is like, oh, this guy has social media following. That can help me. Right. That can help me get more of a following, blah, blah, blah. Because a lot of people strive for that. Like, yeah. I, I would say that a lot of women strive for, like, that kind of atten- attention. Again, attention. So I don't mean to I don't mean to cut you off, but now let's go back to these plastics, right? <laughs> I love how I'm using this terminology, but it just fits so perfectly. You can't sit with us. I know. <laughs> anyway, so let's go back to these plastics, right? So their goal is to have a guy with this huge following because it's primarily for the benefit of them. I would say a right? lot of them. Yes, I agree. Right, so that's the reason why they typically wouldn't even mess with a dude that doesn't have a following that isn't big. Because basically it fits their image to be with a guy that has a huge following. Yep. It's an image thing. Image, attention, all of that jazz. Yeah, I agree with that. Right. I really do. So how would a broad girl now, like you you said it yourself, you you wouldn't be insecure about something like that. No. But don't you think even a broad girl to some degree may still be concerned with her image as well in what regard like a broad girl that, that that's not to say that they wouldn't want like a huge following on social media as well right it may not be for superficial reasons but they could still benefit from dating a guy with a huge following as well so it that guy would still have an appeal to that girl if that's what she values i don't yeah no i think that's more of a person to person thing right because I do know some people who are super into the whole social media thing. Like, I I have a few friends. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to name them. But I have a few friends who are just, like, starstruck at the fact that I have over 50,000 followers right now. Like, right. And they they try – or even – I have a few followers who do this too. They try to, like, keep tagging me and stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that because I'll repost some of it. But, like, I think that's just an appeal to some people, right. whether it's a bro girl or it's someone who's more of a plastic. Right. I think it just depends on the person. I won't say it's it's, like – only a plastic thing like that these type of women are concerned about their image or whatever because I do think like it, it just depends on the person you know um do I think it probably happens more with people who are considered plastic yeah I do um but it depends I think on the person's values overall because if someone's not really concerned about their image and they're not concerned about social media like that's that it's not someone a guy with a following like that is not going to matter to them regardless they're going to be more concerned about the type of person they are and stuff like that like I do think though the difference between those girls for example in terms of dating a plastic girl would probably be more accepting of a guy she may not be attracted to right in that regard but like he has a social media following versus a broad girl because it's going to be harder for her to just look past the fact that this guy has a really crappy personality i'm not attracted to this guy and stuff like that but he has a social media following i think it's it's different in that regard yeah that to me that's pathetic in terms of wanting to date somebody primarily because of what they can do for you in that regard of your own image or how it would make you look because you're with said person at that point i would say Without naming names, 
um, I've had, I've dated people or had people interested in me who have had those motives in mind without actually saying it. I can just tell. Right. And it's something as I'm growing within my career and a lot of the other um, business um, avenues that I'm pursuing, I'm being more mindful of when it comes to people I'm interested in because those type of people I try to steer clear of now because the thing is they're more concerned about what I can do for them or how I can help them or help their appearance versus I actually care about Jen. Like right. not Miss Jen lifts, Jen. Right. Keep going. Yeah. So I don't know. I just it's, – it's something at least I'm more mindful of like in that regard too. I don't know. But um, that would be my answer for that, you know. Yeah, that was a very long-winded, very detailed answer. Sorry. Right there. No, that's not a bad thing. That's a that's a good thing. It clears up the air on a lot of things. Yeah, we said something off the record. I yeah. had to pause it for a second. <laughs> I had to pause it for a second. I don't want to put someone on blast, but yeah. Yo, you need you need like a Patreon or something to put all like the stuff that you can't put. I like, should. Yeah. I, you know, I'll make it like subscription only, yeah, so they can just yeah. and I'll donate all the money to like charity or something like that. I'll be like, listen, if you want the tea, you want the actual tea. $10 a month, yeah. I will put everything that's off the record on there, and I will donate it all to, like, charity. Yeah, you you guys will get the unfiltered version of the podcast, so the stuff that doesn't need to be edited out. Where Y'all name, don't where, even want to know. Where, Y'all where, don't want to know. Where names are dropped. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's crazy, but yeah, I, the dating scene nowadays is so wild to me, like, it's just crazy, like, people don't date anymore, and it's like, situationships are a thing where it's like... You're seeing each other, you're whatever else, but you're not actually date like official. I don't know. It's it's, it's the, strange times. It's the indefinite talking stage that never really materializes. Yeah, yes. it never really materializes into a relationship. Yeah. It's crazy to me. And, and nobody trying to commit. And those are the the relationships that are like I think the hardest to get past because you are not like technically actually a thing and whatever else it's just you know it's like y'all out doing boyfriend girlfriend things but you're not actually boyfriend girlfriend yeah and it's like when you try to tell someone about them they're like yeah my friend that i'm kissing <laughs> you know it's like my kissing friend and people will be talking for like three years straight like bro when are you gonna marry that chick right it's like i don't even start dating her to be you know what i mean uh, <laughs> like, it's like... yo i remember uh there's this meme i saw one time that always is the start of a great conversation. Go ahead. And it was story. it was like a it was a photo of a guy of a man and a woman and it was on their wedding day. And somebody and the meme said, Yo bro, do you got do you have a girlfriend? And it, it was like, Yeah, I mean we talking stuff and then the bottom photo was like him and his wife on their wedding day. <laughs> Wait, do you have that meme? I wanna see it. No, I gotta find it. It that's was hilarious. so funny. I was dying. I was like, Yep, that's like dating today. That's hilarious. People will be in like a whole relationship and say a that they're not yeah, say that they're not dating this person. You're exclusive, but you're not actually dating. Yeah. It, it's crazy. It's like times. I never said it out of my mouth that we were dating, so yeah, we, no. we ain't dating. Can't be mad at me because we're not dating. You know, it's crazy. All right, guys, we could keep talking probably for another hour because, you know. Yeah, we, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Don't worry. I'll get him. Uh, we should do these like once a week or something. Not <laughs> once a week. That's a lot. But like, you know what I mean? Like regularly. Some, regularly. But uh, we're going to wrap this one up t- for today. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And if you guys liked it, heart it. I think that's what you do on Spotify. And um, make sure you subscribe on either Spotify or Apple Music. And I also have an Instagram. It's Nicola Radio. If you guys are interested. And thank you again for joining me, Leon. And thank you for having me. 
have you back on again. Yes, very soon. For sure. Part right. three. Yes, part three. Part three. All right, guys, have a great uh, night, day, morning, whatever <laughs> you have going on. Yeah, peace out. Peace.